live from the heart of Los Angeles. This is the online edition of the Life Changes Show. Look at the bright lights. Look at the bright With tonight's guest, internationally acclaimed psychic therapist, spiritual master, and author, Vincent Jenna. And performance guest, Gregoire. I am Mark Lejeur, and now our host, the MC, the master of change, Filippo Voltaggio. Wow, what a weekend I have had, and what interesting and amazing experiences. And I have to say, one of the best parts of, of the weekend, and I'm just going to mention two things in particular. One of them was getting to uh, connect with our past guest, Chris Ty and take a Breath of Strength workshop with him. And the other was getting to uh, speak with our guest today, Vincent Jenna. And uh, I said something that I haven't gotten to say enough, and I hope I get to say it uh, so many times uh, in, in the very near future and going forward because it's the thing we need the most, I think, uh, in every experience that we can have. And, and that is uh, authenticity, that is connectedness, that is caring, uh, that is uh, being uh, real. So in, in Chris's uh, workshop, I got the feeling like he cared. He was connecting everybody in the workshop in ways that, that they hadn't connected before, uh, for sure, as one can tell afterwards during the integration and the tears and all of that. And then today with Vincent Jenna having a session with him, a short one, uh, but one where right away I could tell he cared he connected. He wanted to make sure uh, I was okay. He wanted to also make sure he said things that I was ready for. He felt I was ready and boy, did he go. And he went and he went all kinds of different places. And I was really taken by that. But but his care and concern and, and also from a place of kind of, I'm, I'm not, like, I'm not the authority, but I'm, I'm here, I'm learning too. And it reminded me of, of something that I've heard when people make fun of parents saying that say, you know, do as I say, not as I do. And, and I thought we, we need a, a new way because we're all learning from each other. We're all supporting each other. And I kind of thought that some way, I haven't worked this out yet, but I, in the short time that I had between then and now, I, I was coming up with something. And of course I say things long sometimes. And this is what I was come up with. It was coming up with something like, do as you will with that which resonates with you from what I am sharing with you as it's coming through and, in, and interpreted by me, as I am learning to do as well. And let us support each other going forward in a mutually beneficial way for you, for me, and for as many as possible. Because a lot of what I've learned from a lot of people and heard from a lot of people hasn't resonated. And I never put the finger on exactly this, like I've felt it with some people, but in a general sense, a lot of people it's like, oh, they don't, 
they don't know what they're saying or they don't believe what they're saying or they might not have even written the book that we're talking about. But I, I have to say, when, with Vincent, we went right in, I felt it, and I got to say thank you, man. Well, we're going to have a whole hour to say thank you, and I can't wait to hear more, just uh, given a little bit that I heard from you from the pre-call. But uh, this is, uh, this is a, a space and a conversation that I hope to be having more of as well as we learn how to access the greater intelligence that's available to us. Well, indeed, Mark, and interestingly, I hadn't seen this part <laughs> in the introductory bio that his agent said, as Vincent Jenna tells, is known as a tell it like it is, truth authentic and there it is a psychic therapist and spiritual teacher who uses and i can vouch for that who uses his extraordinary psychic abilities to help clients clear unconscious blocks and fulfill their purpose he shares his insights in his new book the secret that's holding you back uh we've uh titled this episode put the law of attraction to work now welcome vincent jenna to the life changes show thank you so very much for having me here how exciting and what you're talking about is is so important to me and one of the things i said if i was going to do this work i better walk my talk and the book that i wrote comes from all the work i personally did as well as what I'm sharing with the world. If I want to help people, I better be an example of that. That is one of the biggest problems I find today. I don't find all the speakers and the talkers and the people sharing this information actually living it. Mm. And that has been a big problem in the world today, really in, in all aspects of our lives. It's just that people aren't living what they're speaking. And they're not gaining what they could be gaining out of this life because we are so, so magnificent. So thank you for pointing out that you felt that from me. It's That validates my work, Filippo. I really appreciate that. Well, well, and thank you. And thank you for validating a lot of things for me and, and, and sharing uh, a lot of things with me that, that I was really ready to hear uh, in our short session together. And uh, I, you sent me different places, uh, tears at one point, laughter, of course, throughout our whole conversation. And you also sent me to the dictionary and there was a word that, uh, is in your bio and I love it. Maladaptive. Oh. And I thought, wow, that says so much. Tell us about that. Well, maladaptive is, are actually all those beliefs and behaviors that do not work for us, um, that hurt us or harm us in some way, um, whether they be negative beliefs that have been handed down to us from generation to generation through our parents, through our, the adults in our lives. And it's a better way than saying that was a real crappy thing you just said. You know what I mean? It's like, that's a crappy belief. That's horrible. No, it's 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 just maladaptive. It doesn't adapt to the world we're living in and the purpose of our journeys here. And so it's it's wrong. It's bad. It's negative. It, it's harmful to you. Um, so it's a very polite way of saying um, that there are some things off, um, whether it be in your belief systems or your behaviors, that's not helping you. That's not helping you. It's maladaptive. And, and it's brilliant. And 
it it speaks to so much because we all have these maladaptive beliefs mm. all of us right oh without a doubt and here's the interesting part it has to start with self maladaptive beliefs we don't become external until we are internal and so any complaints and criticisms or negatives we can say about the outer world is because those negatives started in the inner world and it it always starts that way so um, I actually tell people you can use a barometer to measure people's behaviors and their attitudes and the way they're acting towards each other to the degree that they are negative, lashing out, angry, whatever, is the degree that they despise and dislike themselves. Wow. And if you start with that understanding, number one, it allows you to deal with people differently. It allows you to have compassion even for the worst behaving person. Um, and it gives you a place, a starting place. And that's where my work takes me. It takes me to the starting place. What started a person off the track and in a maladaptive lifestyle? And I get to see that. And so it, we... It's been said so many times that that all this starts in in childhood and mm. and potentially uh, it does or it also could have started long time before this lifetime, right? Oh, you're yeah. Now you're really getting into um, my kind of work. Um, yes, yes. But it still is controlled here. And here is the problem with that. Those past lives. It's the attitude that we have developed, the, the attitude of retribution over restitution. Mm. So that's kind of the eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth theory. But we do it with us. And we've heard the, the phrase uh, karma, right? That's been, you know, uh, thousands of years old, that understanding from Eastern world philosophy. Karma is not a law, though. It's a principle, but it's not a law. But what happens is when we come here during a lifetime and when we go back to the other side, we assess our lifetimes. We're the ones that do that. We sit down. There is no judge or judgment sitting up there going, well, you did this and that. So you have to go to this place over here or down to the fiery pits of hell. No, we actually do that. We go through our own book, shall we say, and we assess what we've done. Unfortunately, because we are not merciful to ourselves, even though there is the law of mercy, we feel horrible and terrible about some of the, the things that we may have done or the things that we should have done and didn't do. And then we say, OK, I have to correct that. Because the one thing about the other side, you really can't stay in the heavenly dimensions while you're feeling horrible about yourself. You have to work it out. You have to do something about that because then you're not evolving. And our evolvement is always to come to a place of magnificent and divine understanding about ourselves individually. So you have to make up for it. You have to do something. And most of the time, what we do is we say, all right, I'm going to go back down to earth again and I'm going to take care of that. So let's say we wronged someone in a past life. We now make an arrangement with that soul for them to wrong us in a new life. Mm. And that way I can get over it. And here's the physical proof of that. 
How many times have you seen a bunch of guys, bunch of friends, they go out, maybe it's Thanksgiving and they're playing football outside, right? And one friend accidentally elbows his other friend in the eye, hurts him. Oh, man, my eye. I don't know what I'm going to do, man. It's horrible. How oh, really hurt. Well, now that friend feels so bad he did that. What does he turn around and say to his friend that he just elbowed? He turns around and he says, punch me. Go ahead. Punch me in the face. Get me back. Go ahead. It'll make me feel better. Go ahead. Just give me a real mm. good. We've seen that. Mm. We've seen it with kids. We've seen it with adults. So now think. If we have that attitude here in a limited understanding, what type of attitude do we have on the other side? When we came down here, we got drunk and we crashed into a car filled with a family and killed them all. What do you think we're going to say to ourselves? We say, oh, I feel so bad, man. You got I got to make up for that. I'm going to go down there. You know what? I tell you what, I'm going to um, I'm going to be a burglar in your house. I'm going to rob your house. Shoot me when I come in. All right, because that's the only way that I'm going to make up for this. Now, I know that sounds outrageous, Filippo and Mark, but that's exactly what we do. So what happens is we set ourselves up thinking we're going to accomplish so much in this lifetime. I'm going to erase the past. But the problem is that most of the time, because of that attitude of retribution, we wind up repeating things. Because, of course, we forget everything while we're down here. Now we come down here setting ourselves up in a bad situation, a negative situation, and we don't go correct anything, we can make it worse. Instead of restitution. Restitution is the concept of, wow, that was a low choice I made back then. I'm never going to do that again. And that's it. We're done. So we bring in with us so much of those karmic feelings, repeating relationships that we're trying to mend, and actually making them worse. Sometimes we do fix them. And so, yes, a lot of our negative problems that we're dealing with today come from a past life. But the greatest thing about it, no matter what plan you made, once you begin to recognize that or somebody points it out, you can say, no, I don't need it. I forgive myself. I forgive the other person. Now I'm going to move forward and grow from here. That's free will. That's the choices we have and the power that we have, Filippo. That sounds like such an adult conversation to have. Now, Deep one. <laughs> well, and interestingly enough, it, it's not the adult that necessarily that we have to have the relationship, the, the conversation with, right? No, it's not. It's the child. And I'm going to say something else outrageous because I know this is already starting. We might as well go to the outrageous comments. Right oh, let's to, do to begin with. Right. <laughs> I mean, we only have so much time. Let's blow everybody's mind. Um, the thing is that the majority of people in the world do not make any adult mistakes. They only mm. compound their childhood beliefs about themselves. Because it's the child within us that influences us the most. When I was studying psychology, one of the first things we learned is that only 2 to 5% of the human mind is in conscious awareness. That means 95 to 98% of your entire mind is in unconscious awareness. You have no idea what's going on in the majority of your mind. And down in the majority of your mind is the accumulation of who you are. And that starts not with just your childhood, but in utero, in utero, you're already absorbing the energy of the outer world, which is why some children can come out with 
discipline issues? What was going on around that pregnant mother while while she was going through all of that pregnancy time? What negativity, what arguments were going on that that child was absorbing inside in utero? So, yes, you come out with that from childhood and then you're receiving all those negative environmental messages from the adults in your life, from the circumstances in your life. And you can only form certain beliefs because we're concrete. Our minds are not developed enough and they're always self-blame. It must be me. That's the only way we're egocentric back then. We can only think that the world revolves around us. So everything that happens in it has to do with us. If every bad thing as well as some of the good things, but definitely the bad things we blame ourselves for. So once we become adults, that little child's mind is still inside of you and guiding you every step of the way, especially when you become emotional, that little child kicks in. And and what we call them today are those buttons. You always hear somebody say, oh, we pushed my buttons. Well, what the heck are those buttons? Those buttons are those childhood scars. The, the, the I'm not the feeling of I'm not good enough. I'm not lovable. I'm not deserving. Uh, and so somebody says something, does something, treats you in a certain way and sets that button off. You start responding from there. So therefore, as an adult, you're only compounding what, what was already created for you from childhood. So, yes, it all starts from childhood. And we did inner child work. Back in the 70s, psychologists brought that up and started that, and people were doing real well on it. Then it ended because it was a novelty. But guess what? They're coming back to it again because they all know that it has to do with that inner child. As a matter of fact, the way look at the way the world has been acting. You don't even have to go as far as the world. Stop right in the United States. There has been even times where the adults have turned around and said, oh, my gosh, they're acting like a bunch of kids having temper tantrums. Wow. And it's the actual truth. And I'll say one more outrageous thing, and then you can go from there. <laughs> Every adult, unless there's a mental pathology, is rational, reasonable, reliable, and stable. Every adult is. Every child is not. Therefore... When you see an adult acting up, it is not the adult part of him that's acting up. It's the child part of him or her that's acting up. Therefore, that's the part that has to be healed. Wow. Wow. Uh, Vincent, uh, thank you so much. This already uh, has been very transformative. And as a matter of fact, when we come back from a break, uh, you had a spiritually transformative event, uh, to say the least. And though it would be fascinating, and sometimes, hope, someday, hopefully, we could share that on the show, because I didn't see it in the book, actually. Um, and not to the detail that I got to have uh, <laughs> with you today, which was wonderful and amazing. And yes, we should have recorded that. But this is wonderful and amazing, too. Uh, so you, you're saying that that in a sense, we all could do, at least for ourselves, some of this work. And that's in great part what the book is about, the secret that's holding you back. So I want to talk more about that when we come back. Uh, we're talking with Vincent Jenna, and he's a psychic therapist and medium. Now, the book is available where books are sold. Easy to find him at vincentjenna.com. 
And Jenna is G-E-N-N-A, vincentjenna.com. He's also all over uh, Instagram, uh, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, we have a YouTube video on him. Go to the Life Changes show page and find his links and find him online and vincentjenna.com. And the book uh, is, again, sold where books are sold. Uh, when we come back, we're going to get to speak a little bit more with Vincent, and then we're going to have our Ask Dorothy segment. And after that, we are joined live by our performance guest, Gregoire Theory, uh, band leader of Gregoire, here on the Life Changes show online when we come back right after this. Want to connect with amazing people who are committed to making a difference? From the Heart Tribe is a platform, community, and movement with the purpose of bringing like-minded humans together to help animals and the environment in order to gain a stronger connection and understanding of the world around us. They are dedicated to effectuating positive change by empowering individuals to organize meaningful and engaging experiences that build compassion for animals and the natural environment. Their founders' and members' passion is to inspire others to actively get involved in their homes, their communities, and the world to raise awareness about the issues we face and most of all to be part of the solution. Through their efforts, they have also accomplished some amazing and tangible achievements. Their Pickup for Paradise beach cleanups have collected over 50,000 pieces of foreign debris. And also, thanks to animal rescue and recovery volunteers, over 30% of the volunteers have become vegan or reduced their meat intake. Daily habits make a big difference. Please join any of their upcoming events by going to fthtorg and signing up for their newsletter. You can also follow on Instagram and Facebook at From the Heart Tribe. Have you felt inspired to meditate but you just can't? Do you suffer from anxiety but fidget toys just make you more fidgety? Want to replace negative self-talk in your head that keeps bringing you down? Introducing the latest self-help solution, Phi Beads. Transformational beaded jewelry inspired by ancient wisdom, science, math, and psychology. All five beads are designed to incorporate the powerful Fibonacci sequence, nature's mathematical formula that has shaped our existence from the beginning of time. The Fibonacci sequence, also known as the golden mean or the golden ratio, is recognized by our conscious and unconscious mind and resonates as order out of chaos like we see in plants, flowers, seashells, ocean waves, the pyramids, and in our own body. Not only beautiful, they feel good to wear. Phi Beads can help anchor tranquility, positivity, focus, and structure in your life by doing the Phi Meditation. Phi Meditation helps you harness the power of I Am for intention, affirmation, and manifestation. Affirm the life you want. Get your set of Phi Beads at phibeads.com. That's Phi, P-H-I, beads.com. You are listening to A Conversation That Matters on The Life Changes Show. Broadcasting live from the heart of Los Angeles every Monday night at 7 p.m. Pacific Time. Share the journey with us at lifechangesshow.com and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Life Changes Show. Put the law of attraction to work now. This is episode 751. We have the pleasure of having internationally acclaimed psychic therapist, medium, spiritual master, and author Vincent Jenna on the show. We are talking about The Secret That's Holding You Back, his latest book. Uh, and speaking of secrets, actually, it's no secret. Uh, during the break, uh, Vincent, I was uh, talking with our producer, Mark Lejeur, and I... Uh, uh, executive producer Mark Lejeune and I said to him, uh, 
Vincent was uh, in the movie Grease, and uh, and and so Vincent, tell me more, tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, yes, uh, um, yes. I had auditioned for that at 22 years old, and I was actually chosen as an alternate male dancer they were looking for the 10 major male dancers 10 female dancers of course they already had the stars and so they called me up and said that i was an alternate but i couldn't accept that so i called <laughs> the choreographer and i asked her listen i'm in new york you're filming in california if if somebody doesn't show up you're not going to call me in new york you're going to try to get somebody who's local let me come there allow me to come on the set and i'll sit there in the background waiting for you to need me sometime and and Pat Birch, who was the, the choreographer, she said, I can't pay you for anything like that. I said, I'm not asking to be paid. I'm just asking to allow me on the lot. And during rehearsal, I'll just sit there. And that's what she did. So I sat there and it turned out that Lorenzo Lamas, the, the jock who played the jock, um, couldn't make the first three weeks of rehearsal. And uh, Patricia didn't know that. So she turned to me and asked me if I'd step in as long as I was there, but still couldn't pay me. And I said, no problem. So I stood in for three weeks and helped them out a lot. Um, he came back. And of course, then I was relieved and I sat down. And one day, uh, the producer, Alan Carr, um, rest his soul, uh, came in and introduced himself to everybody and then came up to me and said, I heard what you've been doing. And I thought he was going to kick me off the lot. And instead, <laughs> he said, I'd like to reward you for that and put you in the movie. Uh... So they put me in the movie, though they could not change the credits. So I didn't get any written credits because that would have cost them more. But they contracted me as a featured singer and dancer. So I have been receiving major residuals. Oh, 1978. What a great movie. story. It's been amazing. And I was throughout the entire movie. It was so much fun. You see me in all different parts. And they even hired... Annie Travolta, John Travolta's youngest sister, to be my partner during the dance-off, during the dance scene. So, yes, that's my history there. My biggest claim, claim to fame. But let me tell you something. If I was to be in any movie, that's the movie. That's to the be. one. <laughs> it's considered one of the greatest musical movies ever made. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing. And what a, what a great story. And then you had, well, because you were a singer, actor, model, uh, oh God, no! Never a model. I wasn't tall enough. <laughs> I was uh, okay. short, Filippo. <laughs> okay, Actor, well, yes, and dancer, and dancer, and so, uh, and now, uh, and then, you had a spiritual transformation event, and and none of which you wanted or expected, right? I, oh God, no, no! I was set and determined on winning an Academy Award and Emmy and a Tony. I wanted those statues on my shelf because then that was going to prove to me I was good enough because I was the tormented one in school until I was 17 years old, also uh, abused at home with my parents. And so I needed that. I absolutely needed that. And when this happened to me, I fought it. I was like telling God, you know, and all the spirits out there, all right, I don't care if I'm supposed to be a spiritual teacher and a psychic and stuff like that. I still want my Academy Award and Tony and Emmy. <laughs> and it, so it took me a while to accept it. But the whole thing happened all because my greatest enemy in school became a dear friend of mine right after I did the movie Grease. And his life was in great crisis. And I didn't know how to help him. 
I mean, as a singer, actor and dancer, I needed my own therapy, no less trying to help somebody with that therapy. Right. Mm. So it was a prayer to God. After visiting him one weekend, I was in tears and I begged, begged God to give me abilities to be able to help him and people like him because I knew something was wrong. And in hindsight, I understood that I obviously had some of the psychic ability already, which is why I knew so much. But I didn't know I knew. And so I begged God. And for those of your listeners who are old enough and anybody who's here who's old enough, Cecil B. DeMille and mm -hmm. Steven Spielberg together would have been very proud of the epic movie that happened to my life from that point on. Well, hey, it might be a movie and or a, a musical, and uh, you may end up with that Emmy or Oscar or something well, after all. You never know, Mark, what type of an executive producer are you? So, <laughs> so you want to do a movie one day or a television show, let me know. We'll get to work on it. <laughs> well, uh, it, it, so him and God, uh, and listen, you, uh, the other thing that really caught me about you and you said things like this throughout like just before you started uh the 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 short session with me you said i i never say things that people aren't ready for and i ask uh god or, or to, to know you know the right things to say or you could tell me mm -hmm. you could tell us all what to say and then later on you said as you're talking about your work you cared so much about not hurting people because this work for those people who don't do it conscientiously or do it for the wrong reasons um we know you're doing it for the right reasons because you didn't want to do it so uh you <laughs> um, you 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 went to school even yes. you had kids and all you went to school so that you could make sure that you were helping people with the gifts because the gifts can be double-edged sword sometimes they're totally double-edged sword and i speak to so many of the practitioners who are either using it wrong or don't know how to use it correctly to tell them it is a great responsibility. You are going in not only to the psyche of a human, but to the soul of the human. That's what you're touching. And unless you've got your stuff worked out, you mm. can cause great damage in there. And so I decided I had to go back to school to understand the workings of the human mind completely so I could cause no harm and only help. And so I went back as an adult, which was really hard because we had two children and my wife was only working. We wanted me to get through school real fast. So I did not work at all. I went to school full time. It took me seven years to get my BA in psychology and my master's in clinical social work. Mm. And the interesting thing about that is once you go into clinical social work, you start working with clients right away from first day of school. And so I was working with my clients and my supervisors would always pull me aside and say, Vince, I don't know how you're doing this. You must have a sixth sense with this because you can diagnose accurately your clients within five minutes of meeting them when it usually takes us a couple of visits. And I'm I'm sitting there going, oh yeah, well, guess I guess maybe I just got this gift. I don't know. I, <laughs> I wasn't about ready to tell my supervisor, well, I'm a psychic and I'm giving them a psychic reading while I'm doing this. Um, they would have kicked me right out. <laughs> so, so what is so, that voodoo yeah, you're doing? <laughs> I was doing that, but again, I made an arrangement with the universe. I said, please, only guide to me. First of all, only give me words that can be helpful. 
I don't want to hear anything negative. Me knowing that you're supposed to die tomorrow and you can't do anything about it, me telling you that, if you can't do anything about it, it's not going to help you. And it certainly is not going to help me by knowing it. So I have only received information that's helpful, which benefits me because I don't have to question what I receive. When I'm receiving it, no matter what it is, I know that person needs to hear it. I did an event for the Association of Research Enlightenment, the Edgar Casey Association, and I was doing, they wanted me to do some readings of the audience. And I That's turned- That's a big deal. Oh, it was, it was because there was some major people there. And I turned to the audience and one woman, remember, she was sitting there with her husband and I turned around and I said to her, just like this, point blank, if you do not take care of yourself, you are gonna die in six months. Well, the audience gasped. I mean, normally you don't say things like that. And um, and I told her, I said, and, and it went into it. I said, you have severe diabetes, don't you? And she says, yes. And I said, and you haven't been doing anything about it, have you? No, no. And so I went on and on and on. And so, yes, some of the audience, went, oh, I can't believe he said that, you know. And she and her husband came up to me in tears and said to me, thank you. Thank you so much for putting it to me that way. Nobody has ever taken the time to even care enough to tell me that. I will take care of myself now. Wow. And, and because she needed to hear that. Some people need to be shaken by the shoulders. So I don't question it. When I was a hospice social worker here in North Carolina, because I did that for six years, and I dealt with over 500 people who were passing and their caregivers. Over here in North Carolina, there is a lot of, because you the healthcare systems that you're dealing with here, which are major, the doctors pride themselves on the healings and the work they do. So they don't like telling their clients that they're dying. And the one thing about a hospice social worker is we don't lie to our clients or, you know, don't necessarily... Um, tell an off truth or hide a truth. So I was the one, I was the only clinician, a matter of fact, who would in the interview talking with my clients, turn around and tell them, you do understand why I'm here, don't you? And they said, well, yeah, they just, my, my daughter is wanting extra care for me. And I said, no, has your doctor told you your prognosis? No, well, your prognosis is the only way for you to be on hospice is you have the prognosis that you may die within six months. And you could live longer. And 100% of those people thanked me for being honest with them because there was so much they wanted to say and do. And they couldn't believe that everybody, including their own doctors, was hiding that from them. Mm. And the funny thing is, is the, the caregivers would first tell me, don't tell my father or don't tell my mother. He doesn't know he's dying. And then after I would tell the client that he, he would turn around and say, well, don't tell my daughter or son. They don't know. <laughs> what's dying. And I would get them together and say, by the way, you each know what's going on. So could you please have an open conversation now? So, yes, I am the tell it like it is because I understand how important it is. We can't pussyfoot around anymore and hold everybody's hand. I, I put it like this. I'll make this really short. I am the guy that's walking down the street with you in the streets of Manhattan. I happen to look up and I see a piano being moved from the 40th floor to the 50th floor. The rope breaks and the piano is now headed towards the two of us. I have one of three reactions that I can respond to. One, I run across the street and say, sorry, sucker, that's your karma, not mine, and get out of the way. 
Two, be really polite and tap you on the shoulder and say, look, it is not up to me to interfere in your life, but I just want to maybe let you know you might want to step up before I finish the sentence, Smith, <laughs> the piano has killed the both of us. Or I take you by the shoulders, I throw you out of the way. Now, in the process of that, you may sprain your wrist, you may even break an ankle, me getting you out of the way, but I've saved your life. Now, how do you want me to work with you? And I see that's how I start my events and my sessions. And guess what everybody says? Everybody, everybody says, throw me out of the way. And I said, I will, because they're tired of what's been going on in their life. They're tired of the way the world is going. And so all these really pretty, warm, fuzzy words and all these wonderful affirmations, they're not doing it anymore because people aren't believing what they think they believe. And that's the premise of my book. And I've got to get them down to understand what they're really believing. And that's why they're creating and manifesting what they're manifesting in their lives. It's not about me being right about something and making a point. It's about us connected to a force and a power that manifests, but it manifests from our true core beliefs, not what we think we believe. And it's important to change those true core beliefs. So yes, I will do what I need to do. And being New York and Sicilian and arrogant, <laughs> yes, I, I throw that all together. That's part of my tools besides being psychic and a medium. What can I tell you? <laughs> Vincent, we, we have... Two minutes left, uh, and and so in the secret that's holding you back, you referred me to chapter 12, and in there lies the magic of how we do some of what you've done in your life and and presumably still doing. Uh, and, and speaking of being pushing somebody out of the way of a piano falling, uh, you, you speak from experience because it sounds like God has pushed you uh, in many ways in your life, including auto accidents and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So to, to, to give you that shoulder uh, shake. Or, right. or, so, so you speak from experience. And so from the, your experience, you referred me to chapter 12. Can we talk a little bit about that before we uh, yes, I've go got this time I have got three different major exercises in there. One to constantly be aware of what you're really believing rather than what you think you're believing, listening to all of those negatives. Like I said, that every adult is rational, reasonable, and reliable, well, also positive. So therefore, anytime you hear a negative, a fear, a doubt, anything that smells that way, that is coming from the little kid inside of you. And you need to pay attention to that because that's coming from a button, a button that was created for you. And so the different exercises allow you to, number one, be mindful of what you're really thinking deep down, especially when it's speaking subconsciously during the day, being able to change that then and reinforcing the positive and so there's wonderful exercises in there. The one that I love the best is the personification meditation, where I actually relink you to your inner child and have a direct conversation and personify, make that inner child memory that bring him back or bring her back to life again so that she or he can talk to you and tell you what they're really believing and, and feeling. And that's how you get to understand what needs to be changed inside of you. So those exercises are in there. Let me tell you, people have been using this book, and this is not just tooting my horn, but it has changed thousands of people's lives already all over the world. I get emails all the time from Seoul, Korea, to Russia, to Australia, 
um, to the Philippines, to everywhere, to the UK. All these people are using this and telling me that their lives are transforming in short periods of time because they're finally getting it. They're getting it. And we're magnificent, unlimited, powerful beings. And as soon as we get it, we get to tap into that force and power and create the life of our dreams. That's the point of the book. You're a force and power, Vincent. Vincent, Jenna, thank you so much. The book, again, The Secret That's Holding You Back, and uh, nothing can hold you back anymore because we've got the secret. Well, there uh, you go. Thank you. Thanks to Vincent Jenna. VincentJenna.com, again, spelled Vincent, G-E-N-N-A.com. Find links for him, a video, and all kinds of information about him and the book at LifeChangesShow.com. Vincent, what an absolute pleasure. Mm. You've been with me all day. So I hope you made your meeting. We both went over, and it was wonderful. Absolutely. I love it. Thank you so much for having me. And remember, I'm only a reflection of who everybody really is and what they have inside. So thank you for the blessing of being here. Both Mark and Filippo, I so appreciate you. Thank you, Vincent. We appreciate you, you too. And with that, we have our Ask Dorothy segment. Dear Dorothy, this is Alicia from Los Angeles. I took your energetic alchemy class a few years ago, and I remember you sharing some amazing ways to start our days so that we attract all the good that we deserve. Could you please remind me of how you start your days to co-create ones that support you? Dearest Alicia, I start each morning with a simple prayer of gratitude, thanking the universe for showing me what I need to see and hear in order to be the best me that I can be. And then I read the deservability treatment and will share it with you now. I am deserving. I deserve all good, not some, not a little bit, but all good. I now move past all negative restricting thoughts. I release and let go of the limitations of my parents. I love them, and I go beyond their beliefs. I am not their negative opinions, nor their limiting beliefs. I am not bound by any of the fears or prejudices of the current society I live in. I no longer identify with limitation of any kind. In my mind, I have total freedom. I now move into a new space of consciousness where I'm willing to see myself differently. I'm willing to create new thoughts about myself and about my life. My new thinking becomes new experiences. I now know and affirm that I am at one with the prospering power of the universe. As such, I now prosper in a number of ways. The totality of possibilities lies before me. I deserve life, a good life. I deserve love, an abundance of love. I deserve good health. I deserve to live comfortably and to prosper. I deserve joy and happiness. I deserve freedom to be all that I can be. I deserve more than that. I deserve all good. And the universe is more than willing to manifest my new beliefs. And I accept this abundant life with joy, pleasure, and gratitude. For I am deserving. I accept it. I know it to be true. And so it is. The deservability treatment is a marvelous tool, and I look forward to hearing of your progress after you've used it for a while. I just received a big thank you today from a client who's been using it for a few months, and she said that she knows it has helped her call in the greatest love of her life and that she is seeing all of her wishes coming true. 
So please, dear Alicia, use it daily and feel free to share it with your loved ones. Thank you, Dorothy. And if you have a question for Dorothy, please write her at AskDorothy at LifeChangesShow.com. And we'll be right back with our performance guest, Gregoire Theory, with uh, band leader Gregoire, leader of the band, oh, Gregoire. <laughs> here on the live chat. Vincent has my head going so many wonderful places uh, we'll be right back with our performance guest here on the Life That Changes show right after this The Little Dog That Could is the fantastically true story of a man and a little dog that came into his life as his mentor to help him understand the world beyond his human senses and to experience life, love, and healing beyond his human understanding. Best-selling author, Filippo Voltaggio, who currently hosts the highly regarded Life Changes show, is an internationally known singer, speaker, and life coach. Filippo offers up his own story, how one little surprise package in fur and four legs transformed his life unexpectedly forever and furthered his path of self-discovery. In The Little Dog That Could, Filippo brings to life the meaning of the adage, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. Through the reading of this book, you will experience the journey of real miracles that transcend time, space, and logic while gaining practical tools that will help you navigate your way. The Little Dog That Could is available through Amazon and Barnes & Noble. For more information, visit thelittledogthatcould.com. That's thelittledogthatcould.com. There are self-help seminars costing thousands of dollars guaranteeing miraculous transformations. There are compelling speakers and life-changing weekend experiences where you can walk on fire. They all deliver revelations that guarantee you'll come back for the more expensive revelations filled with even greater wonder next month on Fiji. We get addicted to positive, heartfelt, expensive theater. What we really need is a jumpstart, an awakening, Someone who can give us a reminder that everything we need lies within. Through inspiration and practical knowledge, Dorothy Donahue helps people get grounded and motivated, inspired and energized. It's not just words and affirmations and the power of intention. It's a mindset brought about by a tangible, transcendental experience, an audiovisual, physical, spiritual experience that helps us realize we transform ourselves. We get tools to become the conscious co-creators of lives of unlimited potential. Find out more. Go to DorothyDonahue.com. You are listening to A Conversation That Matters on The Life Changes Show. Broadcasting live from the heart of Los Angeles every Monday night at 7 p.m. Pacific Time. Share the journey with us at LifeChangesShow.com and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Life Changes Show. We're back, and our performance guest is Gregoire, a band combining various genres led by Gregoire Theory. Welcome to the show, Gregoire. Hello, hello. Uh, Good to so be here. You're, the, okay, so just to cl clarify, you are Gregoire Theory, that is and correct. you are the leader of the band Gregoire, and both yes. of those are spelled separate, uh, differently. So yes. please uh, share us, share us why. All right. So Gregoire is a French name, and I found that living here for a few years, people really struggled pronouncing my name. So I was like, "What? How can I spell my name for people being able to spell my name?" So that's how this new spelling came up. 
And that spelling is Greg and then W-A-H, right? Yeah, that is and you correct. add an exclamation point? Yes. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. <laughs> and Y is just like this, the celebration, right? It's just a sound of like happiness. Speaking of well. celebrations and exclamation points, we want to give a shout out to Aaron Pillman for connecting you with us and making that yes. introduction. Thank you, Aaron. Uh, yes, and uh, so speaking of celebration, your your band combines various genres birthed from a deep love for music promoting unity. Mm -hmm. When I asked you about that, you gave me such an in-depth answer that I didn't expect, and I was really <laughs> taken by that. Uh, share share with us what that means to you. Well, um, one thing I remember sharing is um, all about listening, right? Like a deep love for music comes from our ability to, to listen carefully, listen with our minds, listen with our hearts, sometimes listen with our emotions. And um, so, you know, I'm going to tell this, this very short story of my mother being still pregnant with me, and she used to listen to the same record over and over and over again. It was um, the movie Le Grand Bleu, uh, the big blue mm, that you might wow. know. And uh, it's very ethereal sounds with whale sounds, etc. And then she got fed up. She stopped listening to the to the record, and uh, I was maybe two years old. She's like, oh, wait a minute. I'm just going to put this back on. And I was in the middle of playing, doing something. And uh, and she put the, the record on in the first song, and apparently I froze. I stood up, and I pointed to the speaker, and I said, listen, listen. Mm. And that was just this, I understood that there is an impact um, in the womb. And you, you spoke about it earlier in this show. Is we are truly, you know, in exchanging with our outer world, inner world, constantly. And so, you know, being in a household where we gave reverence to different cultures and different music styles, it just never left me. Well, there's more we're going to want to talk with you about. Uh, but before we do that, it, what? The song that you we're going to play, uh, it, it relates to what we just spoke about, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Okay, and and uh, so that that song is "We Walk the Same Way." Is there anything you want to say about that before we share the song? Yeah, um, it was come kind of a, a spontaneous, intuitive writing. Um, the lyrics were written in less than ten minutes, and it was really now I understand what it means. Um, it was just really a a manifest to be able to listen to my own advice and and I shared it with you know my friends and loved ones etc and and uh, you know several things happened last year where this song became really a, a support system um, for more than just me but me essentially and wow. uh, and we do walk the same way and you know the lyrics kind of speak about that wow well here is uh Gregoire Theory's pre-recorded song we walk the same way here on the life changes show Time 
theory thank you so much it if you are enjoying what you're hearing gregoire does so many things and we're going to talk about them more in a moment but yoga of elements.com is a website where you can learn more about him his music his mission and, and more of what he's doing and uh, with his wife yoga of elements.com we have links for him also at lifechangesshow.com go and learn more about him there and his music. So, uh, Gregoire, you and your wife are on quite a mission to bring, you tell us, to children and people of all ages. Yes, we are. <laughs> and uh, Quite a mission. Yes, absolutely. Well, um, my, my wife has been working with children for over 20 years. I've been at it for almost 10. And uh, it's just constant adaptation, um, creativity, full presence. And, um, and one thing I realized once we started working with adults is that adults are not that different. And it's, I, it, I think it's quite funny that that was kind of like the main theme yes. of, of your podcast today. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute, you know, like we are actually talking about the same thing and noticing the same things. And it's yes. quite fantastic. So yeah, the, the idea is just to bring back essential values, you know, of respect, of humility, of service, of focus, um, consistency. And, um, and that just, you know, these are values that are, that are transferable to all areas. And I can't forget kindness. Kindness is so, mm -hmm. so important. Wow. So we're going to get to hear another song and, and you're going to be performing it live for us, which is a special treat. Uh, now, you uh, tell us about the song Free Monkey. Yes, so Free Monkey. So what we just heard, We Walk the Same Way, was one of the last songs we uh, co-produced with my uh, 
friend and musician um, Tomo Suzuki uh, from Deer Productions. And this one was our first collaboration, and it was quite an adventure. Um, and so this song is called Free Monkey, and uh, he gave me a theme. It's like, okay, talk about evolution. So I just was scrambling with some lyrics, and, and this came through. So it just speaks of our need just to come, come back to our true self, um, here, to our here, here. primal essence. Here, here. Well, here is uh, Gregoire Theory performing live for us on the Life Changes Show online edition, his original song, Free Monkey. I became hopeful It's coming to awareness No time wasted Believing in our own superior state Stop your search for more You might get lost Come back to your senses Come back to your senses Hello human Is there somebody home I can see around me it's monkeys lost in a distant dream Please remember That you can set yourself free That you can set yourself free Stretch out the wings of change Embracing the wings of change What are you holding on to? Please remind me who you are Where are we going in the name of evolution? Left with our human perception A dream estranged from creation Everlasting transformation Hello human Is there somebody home? I can see around me It's monkeys lost in a distant dream Please remember That you can set yourself free That you can set yourself free Yourself free What we know to be true Isn't gonna last, you know Looking to escape and hold on to some certainty Merely an illusion A complete contradiction Let's give way to the mystery of what is And stop longing For something we can afford to lose Let's stop wasting our lives And come to Hello human Is there somebody home I can see around me It's monkeys lost in a distant dream Please remember That you can set yourself free That you can set yourself free Yourself free Reaching a rhythm and oscillation 
The paradox of existence sung by memories Here we are Show me who you really are There is no need to be afraid It's time to find your nest A place to rest It's time to take care of our home Of our home Hello, human. Is there somebody home? I can see around me. This monkey's lost in the distant dream. Please remember that we can set ourselves free. We can set ourselves free. Ourselves free. Here, here. Thank you, Gregoire Theory. Uh, remember, his uh, website is yogaofelements.com. You can hear from not only the lyrics of his music, but uh, what he's been sharing so far. Uh, he's very deep. And, uh, you, you know, actually, your mom playing the, the big blue, that's a, it's a French movie, right? It's, it's, the, it's a deep movie. Yes, it's 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 kind of amazing movie. Uh, it's yeah. in black and white, and I believe one of the main actors is Jean Reno. It's but hard it's to find profound. here. Quite profound. It, it's hard. It's hard to find here. Um, I, I've seen it a couple times, but it's yes, uh, quite profound indeed. And so, speaking of profundity, you mentioned integrity a couple times in uh, your uh, conversation with me. And so I asked you to tell me more about it and, and what does it mean to you? And you really shared some wonderful things. Uh, please share with the audience, if you will. Well, integrity, you know, if you look at, at the actual root word um, relates to integral. So entirety, um, completeness. And so being integrity with ourselves is just acknowledging all the aspects of ourselves and of our relations, of our environment, of our emotions, of our communication. And so integrity is a big part of, of the work we do. Um, and, and also, you know, in what we convey through, through the music we share. Um, because we can only be a wholesome being if we address all aspects of our lives. And that's a lot. Humans have access to so much, so much information, some, some through our senses through our interactions with um, our fellow humans and non-humans. And so getting in touch with all the aspects of you um, through your breath, through communication tools, through self-study, through dedication to a daily practice, through um, service, etc., etc., we come back to um, a wholeness where we can get to know each other and communicate a truth. It is interesting, I gave a couple examples as we were talking on how somebody focuses on health in this way and not necessarily health in other ways. And that as we start to connect like health in relationships, for example, or marriage and health in family, and, and the more we expand that, that, like it sounds like we would all have an amazing life in an amazing world. Yeah, but it takes work. <laughs> it, every, day, every day you know you know some i used to say oh, all the best things don't come easy but that's that's 
false because some of the best things come with that effort and some of the best things come with dedicated daily work. So it's both. It's never just one-sided. Um, so that's also a word of caution. You watch out what you read, watch out you know, who you're talking to. Always have this, this very attached and present um, outlook, but also this detached and, and you know, keeping the whole picture in mind. And, um, but yeah, it starts with ourselves. I heard it earlier in, in, in this show. <laughs> it really truly Indeed. comes from our own core, our own heart, cœur, which, you know, is at our center. Well, at the moment, we're talking with you, and we are so glad we are, Gregoire, and that you're sharing your music with us. At this point, we would normally end our uh, time together, but uh, you want to gift us uh, with a, a harp meditation. So we are happy to accept that gift, and... Uh, Please uh, share with us uh, Gregoire Theory. We'll do a live harp meditation here on the online edition of the Life Changes Show. to end this beautiful show today uh once again yoga of elements.com for our guest gregoire theory leader of the brand band gregoire and that's uh greg w-a-h apostrophe uh gregoire thank you so much for thank being you. with us and sharing as you have thank you so much you know for hosting and gathering such uh, beautiful minds and hearts you know we need to to, to inspire um, through our authenticity. So, you know, that's, it's val valid drops in this wide ocean. So thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Uh, uh, agreed. And so thank you for being a part of it today. So once again, with a big thank you to Gregoire Theory and a big thank you to our, perform our interview guest, Vincent Jenna. That is our show. On behalf of our executive producer, Dorothy Lee Donahue, 
and our executive producer and co-host, Mark Leisure. I am your host, Filippo Voltaggio, reminding you that as your life changes, like ours surely did tonight, we're here for you. Ciao, everyone. You have been listening to The Life Changes Show on the BBS Radio Network. Listen live every Monday night at 7 p.m. Pacific Time and visit us online at lifechangesnetwork.com, on Facebook at The Life Changes Show, and on Twitter at Life Changes Show. Join us again next week as we consciously explore and embrace the only constant, Life Changes. The Life Changes Network is an entertainment network. The views and opinions expressed are those of the guests and participants and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Life Changes.